Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Wednesday, February the 8th, 2023, and today is our 73rd devotional. And today we're looking at faithfulness in finances. And again, talking about how my dad was a faithful man. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2 says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And then Ecclesiastes 7, 2, it says, It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For this is the end of all men, and the living will lay it to heart. As I think about how my dad... Uh, operated with his finances, I, I have to say he was not the wisest person when it came to finances. We, uh, we were not the richest people in our area, and he would be the first to say that he made mistakes with his finances. Uh, but one thing that he did do that he tried to pass on to us as his children was uh, to make sure that he he gave his tithes and offering uh, to the church, and he he put God first in his finances. And I've heard lots of people say, well, that was an Old Testament thing to pay tithe to the church. We're just supposed to give whenever the Spirit leads us to. And to a certain extent, um, yes, that's true. We do need to give when the Spirit leads us to. But the tithe is a uh, just a biblical principle. It's not just an Old Testament principle. Uh, we find it, uh, and he would point this out, he said uh, he would find it in Genesis chapter 14 with Abraham paying tithes to Melchizedek. Um, that was before the Old Testament law was given, and that was just a principle there. Uh, then you find uh, in Leviticus, I think it's 27, where it talks about paying the tithe uh, so it was spelled out in the Old Testament law, but then you find again, uh, Jesus uh, affirms the tithe in the New Testament. Uh, in Luke chapter 11, verse uh, 42, it says this, But woe unto you, Pharisees, for ye tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs, and pass over judgment and the love of God. Those ought ye to have done, and not to leave the other undone. What he's basically saying is, it's a good thing to pay your tithe, uh, but it's more important to uh, to have judgment and the love of God in your life. So um, he's not saying uh, put the love of God in and uh, forget the rest. It's, it's not this or that. It's a both and situation when it comes to the tithe. And so Jesus affirmed the tithe in the New Testament. Uh, so my dad took that to heart. It was not something that he just passed over quickly. I remember as a child, um, I would work and, and get money. And usually, as a little kid, I'd get about 10 cents. And he would bring that home and with a nickel and five pennies. And he would have me break it up into tithes uh, or tenths and... I would usually take and put the nickel into my spending pocket and I could take a penny and put in for uh, my tithe. And then he would encourage me to do something more, which is to give to missions. And he would say, take a penny and put into your, your missions and then take the three cents 
that you have and put it into savings. And it, it was a good principle. If you live off of half of what you make, uh, if you have half of what you make just for spending uh, and put 30% um, of what you make towards uh, savings, then you have 20% that you can give away. And um, so as a child, I saw that and I thought that was uh, a good principle. I haven't always done that, uh, but we have always uh, tried to give to missions and have savings and uh, he encouraged that early on. I remember with the missionaries though, something else that I remember him doing, uh, missionaries would come through and uh, he was one of the first pharmacies in, um, in the U.S. that I know of that had a drive-up window. And so people could drive up to, the, to his drive-up window there at the pharmacy and they could uh, drop off their prescriptions and then go on and do their business and come back later in the day and pick up their prescriptions. And it was a, uh, a good process. But I remember several times there were missionaries that would be driving through, um, either uh, going to Springfield or coming from Springfield going towards Texas, and they would specifically drive through Aurora, Missouri, just so that they could go by my dad's pharmacy and pick up their prescriptions before they went to the mission field. And I remember specifically one missionary that uh, he would drive down to Mexico and my dad would make sure that he had usually about a six-month supply of whatever prescription that he was uh, getting before he went. And I remember oftentimes my dad just giving that to him and not charging him for it. And uh, that made an impact on me. At the time, I thought, well, if he would uh, charge even just a little bit, then I could have a four-wheeler. Uh, but then looking back on it now, uh, it was so much more important uh, seeing just his giving spirit um, and uh, seeing how that things really aren't uh, so important. What's important, and this is what my dad thought, uh, what was important was laying up treasures in heaven. Uh, he wasn't so much concerned with his investment strategy here, um, but he was trying to invest in eternity. And he found that in, in Matthew chapter 6, uh, verses 19 through 21, it says this, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Um, and just uh, in closing, uh, just a quick story about something that happened to us as a family. Um, when when I was a, uh, a teenager, I think I was about 19 or so, um, we, my mom and dad, they always uh, had an open house, you might say. They would take in strangers, uh, people that just needed help. And uh, one time they opened their house to a friend of a friend of a friend. Uh, he gave a good sob story that he had trouble with his parents and he just needed a place uh, to get reestablished and, and try to get back uh, on his feet. And so they opened up their home to him 
and uh, I was still living with him at the time, going, uh, driving back and forth to college. Uh, but this person, he was not abiding by the rules, and they were had made it very clear that if he didn't start uh, abiding by the rules that they had, uh, they were going to have to kick him out of the house. Well, he knew that was coming, and so um, one day I came home from, from college, and I walked into the house, and the TV was gone, and my stereo was gone, and cash was gone, and just different things were gone, and, and I was a little bit puzzled, and then I realized, oh, we've been robbed, and uh, so I uh, called the, the police, uh, or called the sheriff, and the sheriff took about an hour to an hour and a half to get there, because they had to drive quite a ways to get to our house, and uh, they got to the house, and uh, came in, and my mom had finally gotten there, and we we kind of figured what what had happened that it was this young man that had robbed us, and uh, as we're standing there talking, and, and with the sheriff, he had just pulled up. Someone else pulled up, and uh, came over, and they they said, um, "I think I did something wrong. I helped this fella. He said he was uh, coming to take his stuff, and, and I think he stole from you here." And here's the pawn shop that he took it all to to get the money from. And by the time the day was up, um, we had most all of our stuff back. And our pastor at the time, he looked at us when we told him the story and he said, only you, only your family would have that happen to you where you would be robbed in the morning and have everything back in the evening. And my dad just attributed that to the grace of God and God's watching over and protecting us, even though we did some, uh, what some people considered foolish, uh, we were trying to uh, live out what we found in the Bible by uh, just not laying up for ourselves treasures on earth, but treasures in heaven. And, and we saw how God protected our family. So uh, I just appreciate so much my dad uh, living that out in front of me. And so I hope you enjoy that, and I hope uh, that's an encouragement to you to put God first with your finances and just see what he'll do uh, for you. Uh, I've heard it said, God won't be a debtor to any man. So put him to the test and, and see if he will not show himself true to you as well. So I hope that's been a blessing. And until tomorrow, auf Wiederhören. Mm -hmm.